Welcome to episode 97. We're getting ever close to that episode number 100. I'm super excited. And today we're going to talk about how to make a lucky talisman. Yes. From a weir man or woman. Yay. Light from Lantern presents. Knit a spell. I'm magical maker, Katie Rempe. And I'm the maker of magic, James Devine. Join us as we stitch together the symbiotic relationship between crafting and the craft. Why are we talking about this, Katie? What are you about to do? So this whole month of our month of magic, money magic, and luck magic was all inspired by my upcoming trip to Las Vegas, baby! Woohoo! I was like, I've been doing this magic thing for a while. Maybe I should try it and see if it works. And so we contacted Madame Pamita at Parlor of Wonders, who sent us a goodie bag full of all sorts of lucky charms and things for me to use while I'm there, which we're going to cover in the second half. She sent you cereal? Frosted yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, just freeze-dried marshmallows. I'm hoping to get that pot of gold, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But I also thought it would be fun just to talk about what are lucky charms to us, whether it's the breakfast cereal or an amulet or yeah. whatever you might be. So. Yeah, it's interesting to see all of the superstitions around luck and the lucky talismans and the lucky things that people carry with them to sporting events when you mm-hmm. want your team to win. When you're even watching, we just had the sports ball. The superb, oh, superb owl, the yeah. superb owl. And so everyone who wanted their team to win probably did something superstitious or we had in February, um, a superstition around whether winter would continue. And so mm. we got some prognostication from a groundhog. And That's so right. there's all kinds of superstitions, but also you wear your lucky Jersey or you do certain That's things. It. Yes. Certainly when people go to Vegas, I think it would be really fun for you to interview a few people or ask a few people, do you have something that you do for luck that you wear or that you carry with you when you're gambling in Vegas? Well, I definitely have the ability to ask people and I am a little afraid of them to tell me. <laughs> they'll tell you. I'm sure they'll tell me. I think we're on the same page with that. I want to know what's your lucky superstition? Do you have a lucky machine? Do you have a lucky number? What do I need to know? And they don't have to tell you, but they can tell you that they have one. It would be fascinating. Sure. What's one of the things that we think about as a lucky talisman? I had one when I was a kid. Did you have a lucky rabbit's foot? Oh gosh. Yes, I did. You did? Oh, I like really didn't understand at the time that it was like a real rabbit's foot. Even though I remember being like, is this a bone? That can't be right. They wouldn't sell this and then dip it and die and then sell it to a child for $2 in the roller rink. That's weird. But yeah, I think it was. I used to pet that thing. It was so soft. But here, I think this is great. Oh, (laughs) it's a lucky human's foot. (laughs) It's the rabbit's revenge. (laughs) So if you're watching this on YouTube or on Instagram, you can see the reversal of fortune here. It's pretty oh good, right? Yes. Are you selling these stickers? <laughs> this is an artist, and we'll put a link in our bio. 
This is an artist in New Orleans, Eleanor. That's one of her paintings. And she's selling these stickers. And I just thought it was the funniest and coolest painting that she did. And so I bought this sticker and I thought, oh my God, this is going to be perfect for our episode. Oh, weird and morbid. It's our kind of humor. We were just talking about that. Yeah, it's the bunny's (laughs) lucky talisman. What other objects have we not thought of that are lucky? I always go towards a horseshoe. That's always a luck kind of thing. Not only, I think because of the iron aspect of it too. Is that right? I don't know. I guess it's always been a lucky symbol. Mm -hmm. The horseshoe, and I've always seen a horseshoe nailed above a door, often pointing down. But then Mm -hmm. recently, I guess in my more adult life, people have said or admonished, no, that is supposed to be right side up to keep the luck in like a chalice or a cup or something. When we think of luck, we think of a four leaf clover, which is hard to find. And when you find one in a field, you certainly do feel lucky. Oh my gosh, I found a four leaf clover. Yeah, rare. You ever found one? I can't recall ever finding one. No, maybe one day though, now that I've said that. My husband's found one a few times. Wow. And is he generally a lucky person, would you say? He actually read a book called Increase Your Luck. We have to find that and link it also. And one of the ways to increase your luck sounds a little mundane, but it's also very magical. It actually has really good tips on actually increasing your luck. Some of them are meet a new person every day, go to a new place every day, expand yourself. Mm, These are ways to actually increase your luck because- Luck is a function of connections and of increasing the ability of things to come to you in your life. If you're just going to stay in your mom's basement playing video games, you might be lucky at the video game, but you may not have actual luck come to you from real Mm -hmm. life. Oh, this is so interesting because as you're saying that, I'm like, Oh, yeah, actually, that's how I felt with this whole theme that we've been putting together because it's required so much planning ahead. And I had to reach out to the place we're going to stay in Las Vegas to make sure it's even okay that we do all these episodes and content there. And while they were there, they're like, oh, you could also do this and you could also do that. And so it's just that it's opening up the connections of possibilities to to know it could be better than what you're thinking, right? Get yes. more people involved. Yes. Mm. Bring your magic into the real life world and Mm. you start to actually have things happen. So then let me ask you your opinion on this. Some people think the opposite of that, wherein, for example, that we'll learn later, if you make a lucky mojo bag and someone sees it, it's no longer lucky. Or if they touch it, it could no longer be lucky. And maybe that's just, again, like a personal belief system. But where does it go from I have to keep it a secret so that more people's energy don't get involved to I do want it to be involved. I think that's different. Reaching out and making connections and all of that is the result potentially of your magic. So Mm -hmm. I think about the magic is making your talisman, burning your candle, creating an intention. So let's say, um, and this is not true of you and I, But let's pretend one of us is very introverted and shy. Can you imagine? No, I can't. (laughs) But let's just pretend I have actually had this, like I felt reticent to approach a stranger and just be pushy, right? I could never be 
Billy on the street. I want to offend people. I want to leave people feeling happier and better as a result of interacting with them. So to do something like that would need like an extraordinary transformation in my mindset or maybe a stroke. I don't know. But so (laughs) to do that, I would need some kind of magic or talismanic support for me to say, I really need to just do that. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I would do some magic and I would keep that magic hidden, but then that magic would be propelling me to do something in the real world. So I would want to keep my mojo bag or my talisman hidden or look like a mundane object. So no Mm -hmm. one would really question it, but then it would have an impact for me to do something different in the real world. I see. Okay. Cause there's still the work aspect. Yes. Can you relate with this? Yes, Does this make sense to you? Yep. Because if someone is like, wow, what's that cool thing you have hanging around your neck? Then you're like, oh, this is my magic mojo bag. It does this and this. And then suddenly people are like casting the evil eye at it or doing things. Mm. Oh, he's got a leg up on me or whatever. Or they don't believe it works or they think you're an idiot. I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. Mm -hmm. Right. Cast doubt on what you're doing and you have to explain it. And so instead you keep that shit hidden. It's Mm. your personal, special, secret this is my power. Mm. And that's important. Yeah. Interesting. So that's why I put those talismans on a long string and Mm. keep it under my shirt. That makes sense then. Now that we know how to use the talisman, what about making one? We were saying before, you can always go to your trusted magical practitioners who specialize in these sorts of things. But what if you're just a person in your house and you're like, isn't there something around here I could put together and give a shot? Could you knit like like a four-leaf clover or crochet a little four-leaf clover to wear around your neck and then anoint it with oils or something? Absolutely. Could you imagine? That would be, or even knit or crochet a little spiral of like blue and white or something like that and then have that sort of around your neck. My mind obviously goes to you knit a mojo bag, like you knit the actual bag part, right? And then you put whatever the contents are, you make it in like... Maybe it has so many stitches on there that you do so many rounds. And then afterwards, I would put maybe for a blocking spray, that's when I would put like the good luck oil in there and then finish it off that way. Or maybe that's what I would feed it every day so that it had a little extra magical boost, that sort of a thing. Yeah. And you'd make it in your favorite lucky color. Afterwards, you could take some gold thread and thread gold up through the stitches. You could writer or cross stitch stuff on it definitely i think like just having it in your purse also even if it's not like Mm -hmm. on you because maybe it's a little bit cumbersome maybe i also want to put like a tarot card in there that i feel like is lucky so that's something i want to have in a bigger bag maybe you could also knit a much smaller bag totally yeah Yeah. you'd also don't have to knit a bag at all just get a pre-made little bag and then stuff it with all your little lucky charms what are some of your lucky charms One of the most effective charms for luck that I've ever created is as follows. Find a knob of High John the Conqueror root. So this is a root of bindweed or wild Mm. morning glory. You can find this almost anywhere. It's a noxious weed, which means it's a weed that takes over Mm. in the Pacific Northwest. But you can also buy this root already dried on the internet or from anywhere. The roots are shaped a lot like cat poop. 
<laughs> yes, I can verify that. <laughs> sometimes they are round little knobs and sometimes they're long, tapered at each end. Seriously, they look exactly like that. Yeah, imagine um, a turd. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they can be in all different shapes and sizes. I like the shorter, fatter ones, but any shape that works for you. And what I like to do is take that and think about it like a pendant on a necklace because this root is extremely powerful extremely powerful oh. you can carry the root in your pocket when you go to a job interview every time i've done that i've gotten the job oh. every time every time my husband has carried it he's gotten the job you got to be careful with it cuz you might not want that job and you'll get oh. that job offer this is a be careful what you wish for a moment it is. It's mm -hmm. a really powerful root. And it is a root that can be used to create the power. And you also don't want to overuse it because it is easy to just think that it's going to work all the time, but we use it mm -hmm. sparingly and it's a really cool experience. So you treat it gingerly, but I really like to decorate that root. You can use powdered or granulated iron pyrite, oh, like glitter. Fun. I like to wrap it in gold or silver thread make a little loop at the top and use glue on it and then um, put iron pirate on the glue or glitter sequins or, or gemstones to it. You can anoint it. It takes oils really well because it's got lots of porous little holes on it. And you can put it on a long string or cord and wear it under your clothing and it's fragrant and it's a really great talisman to wear. So that's a really cool one. It's ugly looking, but you can decorate it. But then it's really this powerful thing and you put mm -hmm. it on, hold it and really think about you're wearing High John the Conqueror and then you step into whatever situation needs you to be in a dominant or a winning position and you mm -hmm. walk in with your head held high, your shoulders back, chest out and just own, own the day, oh. own the casino. Yes. I feel like we've all been in the presence of a person like that, yeah. where it's like they just walk by you and you're like, whoo, can't help yeah. but to look. And who's yeah. that person? Are they famous or something? Are they a yeah. model? What's going on? Yes. And you can walk through that casino with a smile and just like owning the whole casino and enjoying it. People come up and offer you a cocktail, a beverage, mm -hmm. and you can pick your high roller table wherever you want. Oh, fabulous. I can't wait. Yeah, I'll have to get some before we go. I'm sure a lot of people out there have various amulets, talismans, whatever they use for luck. We would love to hear from you. So if you want, go ahead and you can always comment on our Instagram. You can drop us an email at knitaspellpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can join us over on Patreon where we are running a really cool event all March long, which we'll talk about more at the end. And um, here on our YouTube, you can leave us a comment. So a lot of people wear a like saint charm or a medallion. And I'm wondering what saint is the patron saint of luck? I know that St. Jude is like like lost causes, people will wear different patron saints in different ways. And so I know that like, it's pretty common to see people gambling in Vegas with a medallion, a saint medallion as they're gambling. And sometimes I wonder, is that your lucky charm? Ooh. Just think about like how fun it would be to have little excerpts of people in Vegas and Katie asking, all right, what's your lucky charm?
You got one? That's right. I clock your necklace. You want to explain what that's all about? Yeah. Oh, yeah, fun. I want to out people, not like Billy on the street. I want to be Katie in the side. <laughs> Katie in the club? Katie in the club! Yeah. <laughs> Much better attitude there. I would do Billy on the street, though. But people are not going to find me as threatening. So For a dollar, what's your magic talisman? <laughs> do you have a lucky charm for a dollar? <laughs> So yeah. dumb. If you have a lucky charm and you want to share, you don't have to share specifics. Don't like give up your secret. But if you have one and you can share with us generally what it is, I would love to know. So comment down below and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We would love to know what it is. Yes. And if you know of any weird little things that might be in Vegas that I have to check out and that you're like, oh, Katie, this would be great for your podcast. Let us know. I'll make sure to visit while I'm there if it's possible. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to unbox all these goodies from Parlor of Wonder. I can't wait. Unboxing. Well, yay. We'll be right back. Guess what, Spell fans? March Magic is coming to Patreon. Join us for five weeks of magical abundance as we explore fun challenges for you to join in and win prizes. Complete a challenge to be entered into that week's prize. Complete them all to be entered into the grand prize. A palm reading from Jim. To learn more, visit patreon.com forward slash light from lantern. For $13 a month, you'll have access to all of our previous post history, polls, interact with your fellow Spell fans, Plus, you get to hang out with Jim and I. We hope to see you there, and we'll see you next week. And we're back. I forgot to mention polka dot socks. What is with polka dot socks? It's required. So this comes from New Year's. If you want money in the new year, wear mm. polka dots. And so it's hard for guys, especially to find stuff that has polka dots on it. Uh... I guess neckties. But it's easier for women, I think, to find articles of clothing that have polka dots. But yeah. one of the things that I found is socks. You can find, especially now, men's like wild socks that have polka yeah. dots on them. So I wear polka dot socks all the time, almost every day. And that is like something that is associated with coins. And of the polka course. dots are coins. So like when we go to Vegas, especially, I always make sure I'm wearing polka dot boxer shorts, polka dot socks because it is associated with the money and the coins, especially out of the slot machines. So that's oh. something for you to try. And it's really easy, of course, for women to find polka dots, but that'd be a fun thing for you to try too, is polka dots for the coins. Oh my gosh. I am going to buy nothing but polka dot underpants because I want coins coming out my butt. Woo! <laughs> they don't pay you in coins anymore anyway yeah what no no very few places pay out in like the traditional quarters or coins anymore it's all just like a printed ticket no that is lame <clears throat> it is lame if You're you right. don't hear that ching, 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 there's no reason oh no they still play the sound but you don't get it that way like when you print out the ticket it goes it's ding, not ding, right ding, ding, ding. No. if you don't which is hear... why you just have to aim for a hand pay because that's where the real action's at. You have to go to those old places that actually still put the coins in the metal. Yeah. Come on. If I man. find one, I will play it just for you, Jim. If you're a digital Something witch, about it. you're going to have better luck with gambling on the slots nowadays, I think, because it's all tech. It's all just video games. So, what's going to help me win these video games? Oh, yeah. 
Okay. Are we unboxing? Yeah, let's unbox okay. some well, stuff. Props to Madame Pamita for yes. sending us this amazing box. She is the most generous, fabulous human. Seriously. I I love her so much with her purple hair and Onoreo works there. Yes. He is amazing. So thank oh. you, Onoreo and Pamita. Hmm. Look. And there he is. Onoreo. I was like, oh, she must be working with him. That's funny because she included a little one of his cards, which is a lovely card, by the way. And of course it is because a Virgo made it. <laughs> and so she very kindly provided us with things to try out while we, me, I am in Vegas. And as you may not be surprised to know, she had a bevy of amazing things for us to try so we're going to unbox those now and do a little like what they are and how we might use them and if anybody has used any of these items again please let us know what your experience has been and all that good stuff so item number one she always includes a fortune card so it's all sealed da -da -da oh, on the back wax sealed envelope mm -hmm. a little metallic isn't it like golden it is oh. yep and so I'm going to open this when I get to Vegas as part of what our luck will be when we get there, our fortune. So stay tuned for that. And then we have cards. So, of course, Honoreo and then the Love Witch, which is one of their advisors they have yes. on staff there, I imagine. Both of them are advisors there and are fabulous. Big props. She also nicely included a little bit of one of her ooh, tea blends here. This one is the True Love Potion. Da -da -da. Yeah, you always get little samples. So nice. Ugh. And then we have all of her upcoming events, which is very nice. So we got all of her workshops over at Catland and her own website and all sorts of fun workshops. Remember, you can always go to her website, parlorofwonders.com to learn more. <laughs> Madam Pamita and I are going to be speaking at Paginacon in March. We're going to be doing the Palmistry Tarot Mashup live in Ooh. Minneapolis, St. Paul. So that'll be an amazing event. That's mid-March, right? Or towards the end? Yes. All right. So awesome packing material. <gasps> Appreciate that it's fun colors and keeping everything safe. <laughs> Not only that, it's all recycled and biodegradable. So those yes. popcorns that you're pulling out of there dissolve in water. They are mm -hmm. not styrofoam. So These are the really edible committed. ones. Don't eat them, but yeah. you could eat them. These are the good ones. She's committed to low environmental impact. That's so nice. The pack job on this is lovely. Everything is wrapped up except for this amazing candle, which it does not even need to be wrapped. So first thing we have is the Lucky Horseshoe candle. Ooh. Oh, and it's gorgeous. in gold, which I have to imagine is Beeswax. like money, money. Yes. It's a big one too. This is a big candle. How long do you think this is going to take me to burn, Jim? <laughs> a while. A while. All right. So we'll make sure it's this is not like a one side. day burn. So look at the side of that. This is where you can inscribe your intention on the candle if you want. Mm. You can also put an intention underneath on a paper, but mm. you can inscribe what you want on the side of that. That's why I love this horseshoe because it'll take a really good intention along that flat surface. And of course, it's all beeswax, it's in that natural color. Uh, and you can get the horseshoe candle in any color from her, but this is a very powerful luck candle mm. for sure. I'm excited to light it up and put all of our intent in there. And maybe I'll even yep. bring a piece of it with me in my pocket as yeah. like my, part of my lucky bag. Oh. Yeah, that's what you can do with some of the remains of the mm. wax. 
that was a lucky candle spell. So you can take some of the remains and ball it up. That's another talisman. You can like a bead around mm. a string and wear that around your neck. And then it's fragrant from the oils and some of the herbs and some of the glitter. And then you smell the beeswax and the herbs against your warm skin. Mm. And that ends up being a really wonderful talisman around your neck. Ooh, that's going to be great. Plus, aren't bees like all about abundance? So it's like beeswax. Totally. Perfect. Makes so much sense. Next up, we have, oh, everything is wrapped. It's so freaking cute with a little sticker and everything. A Bilkin (gasps) coin. I can't wait to talk about that in our next episode. So next week, stay tuned. That's right. We'll go into it in more detail. Yes. And we'll talk about this coin and many other ways to use coins for luck. Because when we started going down that rabbit hole, Katie. Yeah, that was quickly a whole topic that it needed to be on its own. (laughs) So stay tuned to learn how to use that Bilkin coin and many others and coin magic next week. Yes. And thus, our next item is, ooh, speaking of something you could put on a coin, we have good luck oil. Oh, I can't wait for you to smell this. Little gems in the Mm -hmm. bottom. Beauty. Oh, wow. It smells like clove and cinnamon and just something that like wakes you right up. I love it. It smells like luck itself. There you go. Imagine that. So I apply the good luck oil to my arms. I apply it to my chest. I apply it here and I just radiate luck as I walk Mm. around. Oh my gosh, it's the best. Do you just use it like straight out of the tube? Because it's already cut with other carrier oils that are nut free and it's really excellent. Cool. All right. Definitely anointing everything with that in my hands and the machine as much as they'll let me do. Yes. You can put it in your hands like this and then it's really fantastic. Yeah. The next item I pulled out is good luck potion. So this is like a loose leaf tea, but really it's just a collection of lucky herbs. Oh my goodness. Oh, it's so beautiful. Oh, that that looks amazing. These are like high quality pieces. These aren't just powdered. How does it smell? You can actually tell what they are. It smells like Christmas (laughs) is what it smells like. And I'm sure it's because of the star anise and the cinnamon and the clove. Oh my gosh. She's going to brew it right now. Immediately put this in my body. And I was thinking like the obvious way to consume and use this is brewing a tea, drinking it. But after going on Pam's website, I realized, of course, this is really just like a wash. You can brew it into anything, put it in a spray bottle, put it into a bath. So many options, Jim. Brilliant. Plus it comes in this nice tin, which I know I'll be able to reuse and not just throw out, which is a bonus. Okay, what's in the box? It is the Gambler's Lucky 7 Mojo Bag Triple strength because why go for strength when you can get triple strength that's what i buy when i'm at the drugstore triple strength nobody gets strength you get extra strength strength is dead now available without a prescription from madame pamita's parlor of wonders that means you get three times the amount of what the regular strength would be some people need it i need it before (laughs) rolling into what i perceive as being Maybe my only lucky decade ever. 
luck be a Katie. When I was previously in Vegas, I would step away from people so that they had better luck and that worked. <laughs> this time I'm the lucky charm and people around me will get lucky. So yes. I'm very much looking forward to flipping the script. This is gonna help. First things first, I see instructions, which again, on really nice paper, on paper, by the way, nobody prints out instructions to include anymore. There's instructions on what it is, how to put it together, which I'm glad I'm reading this ahead because she says I need to connect with my mojo bag for seven days straight before I use it. Much like breaking in a new deck of tarot cards or runes, that sort of thing. Always make sure you read the instructions at a time before you do things, folks. Then of course, instructions on don't let people touch it, what to do to extend it, make sure you feed it and all that good stuff. Amazing. This shows how Madame Pamita was a teacher. Mm, and yes. it really is beautiful how she's able to give really loving and supportive instructions that are mm. really clear. And, and then of mm. course she's got YouTubes that you can watch that are yes. fabulous and inspiring. Agreed. And I think folks who are knitters, and I use that as a specific example only because I personally know that many designers nowadays are almost required to really provide a video aspect for certain skills because people want to know from you how to do it because you're yeah. the expert, you're the designer, you're the magical crafter, whatever right. it is. Yeah. Folks who are crafters, but not necessarily magical practitioners are just sort of putting those two together. Parlor of Wonders, this website is a very easy, digestible first step into getting it. Such yeah. a huge resource on all of these items. What else you oh, got? We have the bag. So it's green, obviously, for luck. And then it also includes some green thread and needles to uh, sew wow, on. Everything. Charm. Oh, petition paper, green, obviously, luck. And then we have, oh, okay. So we have a silver mercury dime. Wow. A horseshoe with a four-leaf clover in the middle. Oh, that's cool. Very cute. Oh, wait, here, maybe that was the correct side. There we go. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that's for the outside? Yep. So you'll awesome. attach that to the outside yeah. of the bag. Some nutmeg yep. includes Buckeye, Job's Tears. Job's Tears. It's Job's the tears, tears of your old jobs. Yeah. Job's All the people... Tears that miss you from your yeah. old jobs that That's wish right. you were still there. Then this is, I'm guessing lodestone. Lodestone is a magnetic stone that attracts things to you. Oh. So it's going to be an attractive agent to add to the mojo bag. Makes total sense. Oh. Very powerful lodestone, natural magnetic stone. Cinnamon, arrowroot. Arrowroot. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm learning a lot of new things here. I've never heard of this one. Yellow dock. Oh, yep. Yellow dock. One of my favorite words, sassafras. Sassafras. Another one we were talking about, pyrite. Oh, iron pyrite. Yeah. Is that yes. a chunk or is it sprinkles? It's a chunk. Oh, excellent. Yeah. That'll go yes. in there with the lodestone. Also has iron. I wonder if you have iron filings in there. That'll be interesting to see. Oh. It's okay. Keep going. And then we have Irish moss. Oh, of course. Irish moss. Mm. Yes. And we have a sliver of ginger. Like a okay. slice of it. Nice. And finally, alfalfa. Alfalfa. And then, of course, it comes with the good luck oil. Also. So it came with good luck oil 
in the kit and then she also sent good luck oil on top of that so i'm gonna be all oiled up you can use that on your candle you can use that on your body you can feed the bag itself you can also feed the lodestone some iron filings oh it's magnetic right yeah now that you've said that it looks like there there are some yeah it's kind of like around it yeah it wants it wants that so it's been fed already yeah that's good of course it is she Mm -hmm. knows everything she knows this is amazing i can't wait to see how this goes i might do like a side video for our patrons of me putting everything together yes just for why not subscribe to our patreon you can watch katie put all this together it'll be amazing and remember we are running all month long starting this very week our whole month of march magic to inspire you with weekly challenges hosted on our patreon page to make things like a magical talisman like we're talking about this week or a coin that's lucky to you so if you join our patreon which is just 13 dollars a month that's open to that level and also the new super fans level so if you're interested in also joining my personal patreon which is on there that has even more magical making crafting tips you can join both for a discount and that's the super fans level so Either Knit a Spell level is open to all of our challenges, and each week we also have prizes. And this week's prize, Jim, is very fitting, a copy of Amulets and Talismans for Beginners by Richard Webster, published by Llewellyn. It's a great book. Very foundational. You'll learn tons. It's nice and digestible. So remember, you can find out more at patreon.com forward slash light from lantern. I can't wait till next week when we talk all about coins and using magic. Let us know what your magic talisman is in the comments section or by sending us an email. And I can't wait to see you next week when we flip the script on coin magic. Yes, I can't wait to flip out with you. Bye, everybody. See you then. Thanks for listening. listening. If you enjoyed the show, consider sharing it with a friend, leaving a review on iTunes and Spotify, or following Knit a Spell on Instagram. You can also subscribe to the Light from Lantern YouTube channel to enjoy full episodes of Knit a Spell and see our happy faces. You can also learn more about readings, classes, and events going on with your favorite maker of magic, James Devine, by visiting thedivinehand.com and subscribing to his newsletter. Then follow Jim's fun and interactive Instagram account at divinehandjim. Keep up with Katie, the magical maker, by subscribing to her newsletter at lightfromlantern.com. You'll receive a free knitting pattern as a thank you gift. Then follow Katie on Instagram at lightfromlantern for even more magical making tips. See you next next week. week.